This is the meeting after the meeting. None of our participants get paid, and we don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. Enjoy the show. Trying to get us sliced up, man. I like the, it for the pod, man. Let's go! Yeah, ready All to right. rock it out tonight, Ooh. Gabe. Ooh. So, for those of you who don't know, every week we have a different intro that Gabe picks out, and uh, he usually does pretty different good. energy, yeah, different, different energy. genres. Yeah. So, this is uh, one of my favorite kind of you know the the heavy and the guitar just rocking out kind of. <laughs> Motivates me, <laughs> reminds me of my younger days. Yeah, w- skating. Of which, when are we going to get uh, a soundtrack from your old day? Oh, come on. Know. Wait, what? You were yeah. in a band? I have band. it on the computer in my back room. It's on there. I just got to get the computer out <laughs> and I'll get it. It's so in storage. It's in storage. It's in so cold it's the storage. Only copy. It's cold only storage copy have, offline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will. I'll do that. Yeah. It's not anything exciting. Uh, sad to say, clearly, or else I'd still be doing it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I always tell people, this is what I tell people. You can do anything you want when you come to Alcoholics Anonymous. Because when I was a kid, I wanted to be a movie star and yeah. a rock star. And I was in a movie in sobriety and I was in a band in sobriety. I became neither of those things, but yeah. I tried. The star part. You missed that. I missed the star part, <laughs> but I was in. I, I attempted it. And you know what? Yeah, That's the best part about it. I found out yeah. through doing it that I didn't even really want to do it that much anymore. Yeah. So that life is, you know. It's not all that it's cracked up to be. It's not, especially when you, you know, you get sober. You got to start to live a different way, or at least for me. 100%. So let's get into it. This is the meeting after the meeting. Meeting. I'm John. I'm Chris. I want to welcome everybody to episode 23. Yeah. Wow. We're rolling through. It's a through. good night. Want to welcome everybody who's on the Zoom with us tonight. Welcome. welcome. If it's your first time checking us out, welcome. We are happy you're with us yep. live tonight. It really means a lot to us. We get a lot of energy from it. The uh, if you're listening and, and good feedback. I mean, we get a lot of people reaching out to us throughout the week and sending us text messages. Hey, we man, do love love what you guys are doing. Really helps us, you know, some of the outer towners, you know what I yeah. mean? It's been, it's been good. 100%. I had somebody come up to me last week and say that they've been, they had listened to, uh, that day they said, I found out about this podcast and I listened to it all day. Yeah. So I was like, that's awesome. That makes me happy. And, um, it's good. And so that's the other way you can catch us. If you're not on the zoom tonight, you're listening to us. The meeting after the meeting is a podcast right. that is broadcast live on zoom Wednesday nights from eight to 9 PM. But we are also, the audio is then put onto all streaming platforms like yeah. Spotify, Apple music. Mm-hmm. You can get us there or you can just go straight to our link tree, which is it's all there. Yeah. Which is what? Linktree at TMATM live. TMATM live. So That's the handle. Yep. Get all the info there. Tell your friends. We, yep. We've, we, uh, the more the merrier. Yeah. And we're always looking for good speakers. If you're yeah. out there and you know somebody, send us a, send us a tape. Do they do yeah. tapes? I don't think tapes are around anymore. <laughs> I don't even think CDs are really around anymore. Yeah, I think it's it. like 
Send us a speaker tape. Yeah. Send me an audio file now. It's like, like an MP3. It's not even, is it still MP3? Or I, who knows, man? I don't know. Gabe, what are the audio files nowadays? Do you even know? MP3 is still a thing. Speaking of Gabe. Yeah, let's introduce our, our uh, producer here. Gabe, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> We're doing good. How are you? Good. Um, how, how's your week? It's been good, man. Um, well, well. What's, been go- busy. what's going on tonight at midnight? So two years ago, mm. I was watching Hell's Kitchen, smoking weed <laughs> in a dingy house in mm. New Orleans. House or trap house? It was a no. It was it's a little, house. It was, it, was, it, was, it was actually. I mean, it was it a, had a trappy house in vibe. New Orleans. Yeah, it was New Orleans. So <laughs> nothing wrong with New Orleans, but um, smelled smelled of, of crawfish. The houses are yeah, and. Um, yeah, that's all I was doing. I was smoking my uh, friend's sister's weed and waiting to get on my flight to come back home. That is was, pathetic. That was a little yeah, that was like friend's sister's weed, which I can probably was not great. No, it was actually really bad. Some some old school swag. Yeah, that that was a little hard to understand. So basically, tonight at midnight, <laughs> Gabe, you have two years sober. Yeah. Yes, sir. Awesome. Congratulations, man. Thanks, guys. It's uh, it's been it's really what a cool journey to see you get sober and to have you be a part of this with us. It's been yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's been awesome. Best couple of years of my life. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you, man, and uh, and congrats. Are you, you mean celebrating? being part of the podcast or sober? I've well, we've only been doing the podcast for a little while. But I was saying sober, but yeah. everything and everything that led up to it, right? Everything that led up yeah. to us doing yeah. this podcast Definitely. together, because it was a lot of small things that you know I thought didn't would wouldn't mean anything i thought it was just sacrificing my friday nights to spend at a church and little did i know i was going to meet you yeah. guys get close and meet a lot of interesting people that come on the podcast and uh that is yeah. the cool thing about it's it awesome. we meet a lot of cool people and we get to hear a lot of cool stories <laughs> yeah so speaking of which speaking we've got a which. great cool story tonight from our guest he's a he's a friend of ours we've known him a really long time. Me and uh, me and him used to share the same sponsor. Of really, when I got sober, I got the same sponsor he had, and he would kick my ass around and make yeah. sure I was showing up and putting in work. And uh, he's been a, a friend and example for a long time. Let's introduce Drew R from Only Maryland. Yes, Drew, how's it going? It's good. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been listening to this. Almost since you guys started, yeah. yeah, right. I've been I've been chiming in here and there. That's true. You're you're a regular. So yeah. it's uh, my wife. It's her home group, or not her home group, but she's had service on Wednesday nights um, since you guys have started mm-hmm. the, the podcast. So I'm often at home. Your wife, who's been on the pod, she has Kristen. Uh, Kristen, Kristen yeah, I think she wife. was one of the last, maybe the end of last season, or the yeah, beginning of this right. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did a great job. So she's very bubbly, very lively, very energetic. <laughs> you know, we're kind of a yin and a yang. And yeah. I have to like kind of. She spoke highly of you, though. I, I speak very highly of her. I appreciate. She's a firecracker, right? We have a ton of kids running around all the time. And Somebody's got to have that energy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so she's yeah. out on Wednesdays, and you're in the house. And this is a great thing. Yeah. This this works for you. This is perfect for me. I mean, this yeah. is this really is a good thing. And and I've known you guys, and I and I uh, enjoy. Uh, just kind of talking about Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. maybe kind of outside the, the, you know, the meeting a little bit like yeah. you guys have, right? The meeting after the meeting, mm-hmm. right? Which, um, 
we've done a lot of hanging out. We've done. Yeah. (laughs) And, and like John spoke to, like we grew up in this program together. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So my sobriety date, it's February 13th of 2000. Uh, I have a sponsor, uh, his name's Isaac. And, uh, oh, I know Isaac. Oh, I yeah. know Isaac. You know, we, we talk, we talk about <laughs> Isaac on this show sometimes. He loves it. For, I know. Anyone new? Isaac's also my sponsor. Yeah. Yes. Isaac also sponsors Chris. <laughs> sometimes I wonder why <laughs> I, I look at him and I'm just like, how did this happen? He looks homeless sometimes when he comes to the meeting. I mean, I, I mean, look, he lost a lot of weight. It's good. <laughs> he, I, what? Get, get some clothes that fit. Get it. <laughs> Size down. You know what I mean? Get, just get a large. I don't think he's purchased a new piece article of clothing in probably 20 years. Uh, he needs an intervention. <laughs> he needs a fashion intervention, dude. It's actually amazing. He has lost a lot, like credit to him. He's lost yeah. a lot of weight, but he still wears all the same clothes from before. It's, I mean. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him with uh, laces on his feet. Sometimes I see him and I think he's going to hold out his a little cup and ask for, for change. You know what I mean? I'm like. Oh, which he's, he's a great guy. To do. If he you're listening, a, he he's a really a good guy. guy. He he's is. a really good guy. And, you know, like Alcoholics Anonymous and, and a lot of folks, <laughs> he might be somebody I might not normally mix with had, had uh, I not come to Alcoholics Anonymous. Right? No, but in all fairness, Isaac is. And he helps old, a lot of people. He helps, he helps you two guys. And he's in it. He's, he's, he's 100% AA. Yep. So he's all in. Yeah, he is definitely love. Yeah, definitely all in. And one of the reasons, and he's easy to and talk And he's busier to. than us sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So which, which I need, I need somebody, you know, I think I'm busy, but I need somebody that's ahead of me, that's, that's doing more, that's in meetings that, you know, I just need that. Yep. Yeah. And, you know? and my, so my home group is, is Midtown and, and we meet, you know, on, on Sunday nights right. and at 730 in um, Kensington and, and what happened in that, that home group that's it's been my home group ever since I, I took a stint and went to the army for four years uh, but when I when I came back and uh, it's it's always been my home group yeah I've, I've tried to um, keep that consistent but what happened was is um, when I got to when I got to well I guess for the format I can kind of talk about what happened right yeah, yeah let's so so yeah, why don't we get into a little bit about what, what you were like, you know, talk, talk about your early days and, and kind of how you maybe found alcohol or what, what got you to the point where you realized something you wanted to do. Sure. I mean, I don't think I remember my dad had like this like frosted mirror in the in the basement. We had a, a bar. There was no alcohol in it, but there was a bar and like this frosted blue bull Schlitz mirror with like oh. the, the gold flake mm. on it. You couldn't really see reflection. Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? I know exactly it was like, the mirror you're talking about. And um, it was kind of glamorized, you know, and, and I, I thought it was so cool. And um, But I grew up and there was, uh, I didn't know that my dad was an alcoholic. I didn't know, you know, that, that he had struggled with alcohol and addiction. Uh, I had two older brothers I, and um, and a little sister. And I don't remember really like trying to go find a drink for relief. It kind of just happened. I don't really remember what my first drink was. Like my childhood was very, um, very fun, very energetic. I got, I got, you know, um, I played sports all the time, every season, sometimes two sports during the season. And, um, I worked every morning. My dad was a distributor for, uh, for the Washington post. And so Okay, I know. Yeah, I had a yeah. neighbor who did that. Yeah. That was early. That was like early morning. So there too. was like a paper boy, and then there was my dad who distributed the papers to all the paper boys. I was a paper ah, boy. That yeah. was a rough job. Yeah, you weren't a paper boy for the post. 
Probably like the Gazette. No, I was for the post. The post morning. Yeah. <sighs> That's rough. Before you went to school? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was introduced. I didn't do it for long. Well, you- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I mean, man, on a cold day, on it's a February. A, there's I mean, no brakes. And they used to have these like. Were you on a bike? No. I. They, they give you this like. It looks like, like something you would use for your groceries. And you put all the papers in it, and you literally lug it behind oh, you, like a New York City uh, grocery cart. Yeah, would, like oh a, my yeah, God, and you dude. would, and I would, because I, I mean, I'm like twelve. It's like you know a dolly. I mean? yeah, it's like, like a dolly. Wired, wired exactly. dolly, and, and, like, and the papers fit dude, in there, and you haul that. Thing it was a different world. I did the Gazette when I was like twelve, oh, and my man, mom would drive back. Mom, drive me around to throw oh, the papers. You, <laughs> oh, you soft man. <laughs> I can't tell you how many, how many like he hit me. We'd be serving papers <laughs> because often paper boys would would. Quit or call out. So everybody oh, had so a route. You had but, to run the route. I mean, it was every day of the year. There was oh no God. Christmas, New Year's, Fourth yes, of July. Every day. The Seven paper was week. delivered every day. You need day. the news every day. So I'm like six. I'm going to school yeah. That's, covered yeah. in ink yeah. from paper, right? <laughs> I'm running. He'd be like, uh, serve one, serve one, skip yeah. one, serve one, serve one, skip one. He'd give me a whole street, you know, throw six papers at me. I'd be hurtling through through yards, <laughs> catching dew and spider webs in the face yes. in the early springtime dew. Oh, it was, it was like brutal. first grade. Dude. It's not like in the movies. No, no, it's no. Not like in the movies. No, and then you had to go collect. Like I was like an eight-year-old kid going to knock on apartment doors and had little oh. receipts collecting the monthly dues, right? Oh, my god! Like it's, a mat- it's amazing I never got... Yeah, snatched, yeah, just snatched like, up because yeah. I literally went to hundreds <laughs> of homes as a small child in a different time with a little flip book. Yeah, but anyway, I learned a, a work ethic when I was young, and 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 we worked hard. Me and my brothers, we bought all kinds of things: Neo Geos, every game system, yeah. baseball <laughs> cards. I mean, like I'm like ten years old, and I've got thousands of dollars worth of stuff because <laughs> I had a job since mm. I was six, wow. and I could buy whatever I wanted. Just like the mid '80s. Yeah, it was like I was I was eighty born in eighty one, so um, yeah, it was like between eighty eight and ninety two. But anyway, yeah. the the I remember being young, and I remember we used to have to drive to Springfield to get the papers, and we'd go down New York Avenue because I lived in Hyattsville. We'd go down New York Avenue at three in the morning, where New York and Florida, and this is back in D.C. where crack was prevalent mm-hmm. and it was wild hookers, and there was stuff all, and I was just like enamored. By the scenery. Yeah. Like, you got everything going it on. It was like, oh my. And he'd had a step van. Those doors would be open and my feet would be dangling, dragging on the street. It was fun, mm-hmm. you know, acting like I'm skateboarding with my shoes and just <laughs> watching, you know, the crack epidemic happen before me every morning, yeah. you know. And uh, anyways, I don't know what drove me to my first drink. It just kind of happened as a result of um, Boys in the Hood was out, right? <laughs> And everybody was drinking St. Ives 40s. Your alcoholism no, no, yeah. Ice Cube definitely played a part in my alcoholism. Were <laughs> <laughs> your older brothers Ricky drinking. getting shot. What a terrible, oh, terrible. Oh, oh, the sawed off shotgun oh. and that knucklehead out that little yep. red yep. car. Oh. oh, boys in the hood, Ricky. man. What a movie. He paid for it, though, didn't he? He did. <laughs> he paid for it. Oh, he did pay. Yeah. Oh, my. They got uh, him. <laughs> so it was like, uh, it was like uh, you know, the empty of like, it was like the last two ounces, right? The dregs of a, of a St. Ives 40. And it didn't really do anything for me. It was nasty. It was terrible. But my brother started um, really becoming entrepreneurs and selling uh, stuff. So they were, okay. So you were following your brothers yeah. down that road. So two older brothers, right? I had two older brothers, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were my heroes. I mean, I did yeah. everything that they did. And I watched them. They were great at everything. And and um, uh, anyways, uh, I got into just drinking and, and other things. And, and um, 
I got really good in sports and I got really good at, at and I partied hard, but I, I worked hard and I partied hard and yeah. I did well. I hid behind the facade that I was doing really well in sports and that kind of carried me, I, you know, and I remembered I'd had like <clears throat> a pound of a substance in my trunk before I was supposed to go to beach week, my junior year. <laughs> and I'm supposed to take the SATs. So I've got that on my mind. I'm taking the SATs because I got to get into a good school. Yeah. I got a pound of this good stuff in my trunk, ready to go to Beach Week. And it, oh, those are the days. I that's could. A, that's a solid prep plan, by the way. I was ready to go. A pound for a week. Yeah, it was. That's well, it was me and a couple guys. Instead of SAT prep, Drew was yeah. doing yeah. Beach Week it, prep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Randy. Yeah. Oh my God. What kind of prep were you doing? How do we get here? Wonder yeah. how. That's it. So, I did really well. I did really well in the SAT. Really? It was, it was amazing. Oh, hey. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I had to, to, to... That makes one of us. I mean... How was Beach Week? That's what I wanted. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> That's the funny thing. <laughs> it's hard to remember yeah. what it was like. I, 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 there, you know, I, there's some, some, some memories, but I had like chronological order and who I was with, where I was with them, yeah, and yeah. how that all happened. And when you say you were good at sports, though, I think you're downplaying yeah, to a little bit. I mean, and I, and I know... I know for, you know, and I'm not going to pretend that I was an elite athlete, but I, I did something and I was really good at it and people gave me product and, and, you know, I was in videos and it felt really good and to, with my ego and, and to have that, to be at that sort of top of your game in, in, in that sport. I mean, that's got to mess with your head because you think you can do anything. Yeah, it was, I kept winning. I think that was the problem. <laughs> If you don't know, Drew was a nationally ranked athlete in what he did. One of yes. the best, actually. Yep. One of the so. best. So I went to a school on an, on an athletic scholarship for uh, a Division One school, which is my dream. As a small kid in the 80s, all the yeah. boys, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted sure. to go and get an athletic scholarship, go to college. Not a whole lot of kids were doing that where I grew up, and, and I had kind of made it out of the neighborhood. And I'll tell you, I can name 20 folks probably 30 that I grew up with that were running with the same crowd that we ran with that are no longer here. Yeah. Dead. Right. They're yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the neighborhood or some of them are in recovery. Um, and some of them are still in it, but just like, just grind it. You out. can't, there's yeah. no telling them any different, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, and it's hard. And it, and so that's what happened. I got, I was living my dream. So I was living my dream. I got to where I wanted to get, you know, I have dreams of going to the Olympics. I have dreams of, Becoming this, you know, because I, I kept winning and I kept doing more, uh, more and more party and more and more drinking. And it finally caught up to me. Yeah. Like I stopped caring about my dream. I got there and then, um, you know, I, I, I could not wake up and get out of bed to go do anything. Right. I had to, I would, I was in college and I would leave the, the dorm room with, um, with my, my roommate would go to school. I would leave before him, act like I was taking a shower and get ready to go to class. He would leave. I'd go back into the dorm room, <laughs> turn off the lights, go back, go back to sleep. Because you, you hadn't slept much the night yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, it Hung was over. just... But the problem was I would tell myself tomorrow I was going to do something different. Yeah. And I had had success and I had that work ethic right. that I believed to my inner core that you, I could, you could, I could do, do it. it. Yeah. I could do it. I could yeah, be I better. Right. And I, and I, I just needed to get my stuff together. I call it delusional arrogance. So bad. It's so bad. I mean, I'm riddled with it. Even today, it, it can still oh, be bad. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 
That's why we still need sponsors. Yeah, thank so, God. So, so at this point, what, what were other people in your life starting to catch on? Maybe family, maybe some of your coach, you know, a coach or people in your life were they starting to see that Drew had a problem? Right. So there was the the, the so the group of kids that I was running with. Right. They had their own home. Right. This this athletic team. Mm-hmm. They were doing the same thing I was doing. But somehow they had the ability to get up, prioritize, go to school. Yeah. They would cut it off where I would I would I never really blacked out. I stayed up all night drinking everything that you weren't drinking after you fell asleep. Yeah. Right. I might look through your pockets to see if you had anything else in <laughs> oh, there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought I was gonna miss out. There was never enough partying to be had. I mean, you can leave Hydesville, but Hydesville really never. No, it stays. You know it stays. I, mean? I can hurdle like eight fences and navigate through through so many yeah. yards. Yeah, lickety split, right? It's that those training guys didn't know who papers. they were bunking with. Uh-huh. They had no idea. <laughs> like a little gypsy up in there. Man, yeah. So, um, so yeah, nobody really caught. It was just a matter. We were all doing it, but it was just like I couldn't. It's prevalent when I, like, I, there was one time where I was so overweight, right? I needed to make weight for the sport that I participated in. And I was like 17 pounds overweight, like two days before. You wish you were that weight now. I mean, that would be great. <laughs> it would be great to be. I wish I was my overweight weight. <laughs> yeah. when I Wait, was, did you say you were 17 pounds over? So I weighed over? 167 and I was supposed to compete at 149. And this <laughs> was two days beforehand, right? And so a lot of weight to lose. I was supposed it was it would have listen. <laughs> it's almost impossible. Actually, that's, that's impossible. It's I mean, if you're if you if you're a wrestler, right? You you, you may have been in that. And there were 17 is a lot. I know. That's so John, much sweat. Just, did you get oh, did you get it? So when people are telling you we're paying for your education, you're going to you're going to yeah. operate at yeah. this. Yeah. They tell you what to do. It's kind of like the military. Yeah, they, yeah. they own yeah. you, right? Yeah. And you're you're yeah. there's a lot of fear. That's your yeah. that's your job. So you're going to do whatever you have to yeah. do in order to do that. And yeah. so I almost made the weight. The problem was that there was a damn ice storm in DC and I was, a, I was at a school uh, that was in DC and I couldn't run on the streets. Yeah. I would go for like four hour runs on the streets and lose like, you know, five, six, seven, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Water, weight, couldn't. water, weight, all yeah. water, weight, all water, weight. very unhealthy. Jesus. We right? don't have 17 pounds of water weight though. Yeah. As far so as I, I might. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I promise. I seat it. Seat it with my <laughs> own eyes. Uh, but yeah, you, you, yeah. You, anyways, John, you might not, but I, I definitely do. Chris and I. Yeah, yeah, we have it. We're saturated. Uh, we are saturated. I've been watching the total, total diversion. I've been watching that Alone show on TV. Oh, I'm oh, on my you know how they, show. You know how they like, some love of them it. gain I love a lot of I've been watching they it every They gain night. like a lot yeah. of weight before they go on. It's my. It's actually my the only reality show I watch because it's real, man. Yeah. Those guys, they're really out there. And my wife, we watch it together. My wife just looked at me one night. She's like, you probably could go for like two months. <laughs> You could survive oh, all through absolute <laughs> insulation. Yeah. She's like, you'd probably be good for two months. I'd be like, no. I, I was like, I was like, I get angry if I don't eat breakfast. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. You, you know. imagine having to hunt your own breakfast every morning. I mean, halt's a real thing for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still. I'm <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So anyway, they, they, the, the, the wall started crumbling. It was evident that I had issues and I was like, I gotta leave. I can't stay here. Yeah. And, and I called um I called my mom, right? I was like, hey, I don't, I, I can't do this anymore. All real men. We call yep. her mom. We call in, mommy. In, in the end. <laughs> in the it's end, over. We call mom. But if she's available, you go yep, call her. You go call her. So that was the first honest conversation I'd have with somebody though. Right. Right. That was the first honest conversation I'd have with somebody and, and it was, there was relief there. And she aligned for me to get together with uh, my stepfather was in the program. Um, yeah. And he had to we know. And this, yeah. yeah. So uh, this guy, Larry, Larry O. 
came to pick me up. Mm. Yeah. Legend. There you go. Yep. Helped out a lot of folks. He came to pick me up. He took me down the street to uh, to Midtown when it was um, in in DC, and and uh, I met my sponsor there. Right, I met my sponsor. He had competed on a different high school, and I was certain he was going to tell everybody what a badass I was and how awesome <laughs> that it was that I was in their meeting and how yeah. th- that AA was going to be so much better because I was there. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> You're going to run a few clinics. <laughs> Get people in shape. I just thought I was the poo, right? And <laughs> that everybody was cooler for me being around. So let me ask you a question. <clears throat> you have a nickname. Yeah. We all call you Papa. Yep. What's the story behind that? So that night, a child was conceived. <laughs> Your first night Which in night? AA? No, the night before when mm-hmm. I was yeah. getting ready to... The before night I called my sober, mama. Right I think you. I called my mama while I was messed up, then... Conceived a child uh, and then got sober the next day. Well, Larry asked me because I called him. So well, I never called it's my a mom. little hazy. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember this because I had, I called I called my mama. Larry said, "Hey, can you not get drunk tonight?" I was like, "He's like, I'll pick you up. We'll go to a meeting tomorrow." I was like, "Sure thing." And then I got hammered. <laughs> yeah, of course, I mean, what else? Right? Got hammered. Yeah, got sure. To go thing. out. Yeah, right. One hundred percent. Go out with a bang. I went out with a bang. That's yeah. what happened. You went yeah. out with a, yeah. yeah. Didn't so, leave anything on the table. Two months into the my sobriety. On my two-month anniversary, because um, that night I just went home. I left college. I went home, and we, and we started this journey. And, and so from that night, you went to Midtown. Your first meeting, you decided this was something I'm going to yeah. give a shot. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't know. I was 18. Okay. I was 18, and I didn't know what the heck else I was going to do, right? I was living my dream, but I couldn't live my dream, and I was broken. And that yeah. was my whole world. Yeah. Everything had led up to that, and without that, I didn't know. I had no Lost. identity. That was everything to me. Mm-hmm. Everything I'd worked for my entire mm. life led me to that point, and I couldn't even live in my dream. Mm. That's what my alcoholism did to me. And then, you know, um, so, yeah, so I, right off the get, it, being in meetings, uh, it was. So on your two-month anniversary. Yeah, two-month anniversary. You get a phone call. No. She's like, hey, I think we should go upstairs and talk. And I'm thinking to myself, when's the last time, you know. Uh, you knew. Right. When? Wh- right. And so. We get upstairs. She's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm pregnant, you know. And I was like, oh, oh man. 18. <laughs> 18. 18. Complete 180 from where I was. Two months over. Right. Six months ago, I was getting ready to go to college to be the yeah. superstar I had dreamed of. Now I'm, I have no alcohol to take away that. church basements. I'm in church basements, <laughs> right, with <sighs> a fall from grace. And a lot of smoking. Yeah. Back it's I was going to say it was grimy, yeah, right? A lot of deep. smoking in meetings. Emptying ashtrays. Yeah. Yeah. People just chain smoking. I mean, it was right. glorious. Extra and it strong wasn't. coffee, just yeah. Folgers. Yeah. With gra- grounds in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Little crunchy. Chewing on styrofoam cups, going crazy, watching yeah. the, the hands on the clock go like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So early days were tough, right? Because I had a kid, but I had to get to a meeting. I had to get to the meeting. And so it was critical um, that, you know. And you were I, like me. You didn't drive. I wasn't allowed to. I had yeah. my own car. I paid my own insurance, right? Because I had been working. I would mm. still been working forever. I'd always earned my own money. And uh, I purchased my own car. I purchased my, I paid for my own insurance. I had paid for my own beeper, mm. right? Beepers. Yeah. God, I my own beepers. Like a doctor. Motor, Motorola. Motorola. Yeah. Like that doctor. Dr. Drew, right? Dr. Drew. Yeah. But you didn't drive. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Well, I tried to explain to my mom that I was sober now. This is like she wasn't sober. Buying. She wasn't buying it. Well, she had been in Al-Anon for like 
15 oh, years. Yeah. God, you dude. were crushed. You had no chance. <laughs> you had zero chance. <laughs> no chance, over. dude. Yeah. 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 So um, I had to get rides. I got rides. People picked me up. I lived in Bowie. We were going to meetings in Bethesda. My sponsor worked at McLean. I would remember calling and, and trying to get in touch with him. And he worked at a Nordstrom's along with 12 other people in that same yeah. department. Yeah. And <laughs> they'd all make fun of me. And I'd be like, hey, is Jaime there? Like, oh, hey, what's up, Drew? And I didn't. <laughs> There were 400 people in the meeting. Yeah. There were 12 Mikes, 13 Chris's, seven Stevens, and I didn't know who. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Hey, you sound buddy. Like all, you sound like all the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which the most old, new hey guys buddy. do, right? Hey, Ace. Somebody called me. I, I, I was on the phone with the new guy the other day, and he was like, hey, buddy. And I was like, he's kidding. He's got it. He already got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my my my... I was grateful for the sponsor that I had, right? We had the same sponsor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it really... Great, great guy, man. So they taught me the principles before I read any principles. I learned about the steps from the meetings before I got into the book and started reading the book. Um, I'm not a big reader. You look at me, you might, you might be able to tell them. <laughs> I just don't like to read books. It's okay. I've, I've spent my whole life outside <laughs> or inside a gym. You're a man of action. Forever, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I don't sit still very yeah. long. So. Audio books. You like books? Audiobooks. Audiobooks? Yeah. Sometimes. It drowns out the screaming. So anyway, what's happened is <laughs> since I've been sober, I've had an you amazing life. You listen to the podcast. Right. I've <laughs> Just a plug. Uh, I love, yeah, I do. It really helps me. The podcast is amazing. I love listening to what you guys have going on. And I'll just wrap this up quickly. But I, you know, I got sober at 18. Um, I've had ups and downs, right? I've had ups and downs. But... It was critical to always get to the meeting. I had to get to the meeting, whether I had a kid, whether it was her turn. I broke up with that woman. You know, we 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 were very cordial. Never been to court. Uh, never had any kind of documentation. It was you get him half the time, I get him half the time. No child support, and we worked from there. We just wanted to be parents to the kid, even though we didn't get because she wasn't done drinking. She was an alcoholic, yeah. but she was like, you know, she's twenty one years old. She wants mm-hmm. to be a twenty one yeah. year old. Yeah, yeah. your um, kids yourselves. Exactly. So, uh, but, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of AA welcomed me no matter what my outside circumstances were. And they met uh, you where you were. Yeah. And, and I lived further away from the meeting than most people. And I used to get, uh, I drove, I repaid my debt for the people that came to pick me up. <laughs> yeah. Bowie's a hike, man, but it's not right next to Columbia or Severna park. <laughs> right. O- ordeal. Yeah. Uh, which is where people would come from every now and then. and us, You were the guy. Yeah, like, oh, hey, this guy lives right by you. Yeah. Can you give him a ride home? Deal. Yeah, no problem, because you say yes in AA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't live right by me. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just doesn't live in Montgomery County. <laughs> Anywhere outside of Montgomery County in Drew the Maryland area. out there, you know? Yeah, yeah Drew's out there. So yeah. That's so funny. Go talk to Drew. I did a lot of driving, a lot of driving, with a lot of people I didn't know, and they were often new. That's the and gift. Gosh. Wait, so how were you paying a lot of, on that car insurance, like without being unable to drive the car? So I was, I would, I, did, I didn't have like crazy accident history. Actually, I wrecked a lot of cars. <laughs> That's not true. Let's be honest. Dude. I paid for my own insurance and it kept going up and up and up. <laughs> did uh, you ever get on MAFE? Oh, I was on MAFE. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely that's on that's MAFE. That's how you know. That's how you that's know. How you if know. you're, if you're yeah. familiar, if you even know what MAFE is. I was is, a MAFE customer. Yes. Right. <laughs> through Pat and Debbie. Ma- ah, Pat Matt and Debbie. Same. Same. Yep. The Maryland Auto Insurance Fund. Fund. Yeah. yeah. It's a collaborative. <laughs> is. Is the last house literally on the block literally. of insurance? It's like the AA of yeah. of car insurance, and they will insure <laughs> the you. The last house on the block. I remember, 
I had this beater I bought for $500 when I was new and I was on MAFE and I was paying for the insurance $400 a month. Yeah, it's, it's like, like as much as you paid for the beater. It's more I mean, expensive, but you have to have insurance. But you have yep. to have You insurance. don't have an option. Yeah. So it was like I was I could have been driving a brand new car. For you don't have to, but the, in the, the the way that we like, you have to have the trifecta if you want to do it right in AA: a yeah. driver's license, a registration, and car insurance. Yeah. You got to have that now. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Well, car even, insurance you have to. I don't start. even know how they you get away with it. If you have a car that's registered, yeah, you need car insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I have a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so let's move on here. Let's yep. move on to our topic. Drew, that was, that was great. We could talk. So the end of the, at the so just to sum that up and come full circle on yep. that, your papa drew, because when you got here, yeah. you had a kid and I you were sh- very young. Right. I shared in the meeting yeah. on my two month anniversary, hey, I don't know what to do. I'm going to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And people started calling me papa, not because it was cool, <laughs> but because they thought it was hilarious. They thought it was great. It was, but yeah. in the world of nicknames. You could do much worse. I could do much worse. And now it it really fits you because you are a papa and you're a good one. Yep. And 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 now you have how many children? I have six kids now. Six kids. And let's, real quick, before we move on, that son who you had when you were 18 is now where? Yeah, so he just graduated from Virginia Tech. Look at that, dude. And he's never seen me take a drink. That's amazing. Beautiful. It's amazing. Crazy. That is amazing. What a gift. Yeah. Hmm. And he's a great kid. He turned out okay. I despite don't know what the heck happened. Despite, yeah, despite <laughs> his origins. Uh, you know, but you were there. You were sober and you were there. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. We were there. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's a good point. Let's move, uh, let's move on to our topic. And this is something I think it kind of goes right in line with what we're talking about. It says, a much more important demonstration of our principles lies before us in our respective Oof. homes, occupations, and affairs. And this is from the point. big book, There is a Solution page. 19. And I think, why don't we we'll start with, start with you, Chris. I, I think, I don't know about you, but for me, when I got sober, none of this was on my mind. You know, the, this no. idea, I was just like, I just need to stop drinking. I want yeah. to get my license back. I want to get my car. So this idea of home occupations affairs was just not on the forefront of my mind. No, I mean, it's, it, you know, until you work through the steps and in, in my opinion, I had to work through all of them. I, I am, essentially the same person that Mm -hmm. I was when I was drinking. So having any sort of like discipline or, you know, in any of these areas, you know, occupation, home, you know, living by principle in in all my affairs was, was not even possible. Even if I recognized it as a value add, I still couldn't have done it. You know, I needed to have the experience of eight and nine and then working with newcomers and seeing their lives transform through Alcoholics Anonymous before I really bought in to what we were doing here. And I really started to see a change in the way that I was acting. But, you know, like a lot of things in AA, nothing's permanent. Yeah. You know, and I, I talk to newcomers all the time. I say, I'm in the meeting just like you, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm still here, not because, you know, I got it made or I want to show off. You know what I mean? I'm here because I'm, I'm, I'm as alcoholic as I was the day when I got in here. You know, my life looks different. Sure. But I want, you know, if I'm not doing the same stuff you are, then I am not going to be demonstrating this stuff in my home in that my occupation, you know, there's no chance. I have no shot at doing that. I need, I need to connect. 
Exactly. And I know for me, when I was new, I got sober at a young age. Yeah. I just wasn't even really aware. Like I got to the meeting and Drew talked a lot about, you know, we, we did a lot. We take a lot of action. We go to meetings, we go to conferences, we do service, we go to the beach, we hang out. And just this idea that I should also be principled with my family or with my job, it just wasn't on my mind. And it says here, a much more important demonstration. And so I think when the recovery started to really kick in in my life, I was like, oh, I should probably, you know, treat my parents better than I've been treating them. I should well, that's probably the not take from work. I should probably, you know, yeah. do these things. Because it's easy in the meeting for an hour, you can kind of put on a show and talk the talk and walk the walk. But when the, when no one's watching, what are you doing? Yeah. You and know? so, Drew, I mean, you mentioned you have si having six kids and having a wife who's in the program and a busy life. You said you you went to the military and you've moved around a lot. You moved around. We know you, you lived in, God, where'd you live? Denver. Then you lived in. Yeah, I was in Colorado Springs. And then when Col I came back, I, I was in Heightsville for a couple months. And I, then I was down in Waldorf after that. Yeah. In Southern Maryland for about three years. And then I moved back up to Gaithersburg area. So how have you, you know, shown this important demonstration of these principles uh, in your job, in your occupation, in your affairs over the years? I mean, with how busy you are. I think, and Chris touched on it, I think um, it's easy in the meeting. My mm -hmm. sponsor's there, the other guys that my sponsor sponsors. It's real hard to be a jerk to people or to be, you know, um, run off at the mouth and, and, and be angry. Like, that doesn't often happen in a meeting because I've got people keeping me in check, mm -hmm. right? And this is my safe place. This is this is this has replaced my drinking. This is where I come for relief, right? Mm -hmm. But this prepares me for when I am not here, mm -hmm. right? I come here, I get the honesty, I learn about the solution, I learn about the principles, and then the practical application into my home. Um, that's where the test is, right? It, when I'm out in public, right? It, this helps me live my life on a on a daily basis, and I think. Um, you know, life on life's terms. And, and uh, it helps being able to have meetings to come to. I see you guys in meetings multiple times a week. And it's been that way for ever since, yeah. you know, we've been yeah. here. Yeah, It has not stopped. And that's critical. But what that does is it sets me up to, um, to like at work, I'm, I'm, so I'm still defective, right, to Chris's point. I still need to be in the meeting, just like the new guy. I still need to be in the meeting, definitely, because I can't run my own life. But I just did an interview for a job that I wasn't really excited about doing. At my like my work was like, hey, we want you to interview this. It's for a management position, and I don't feel like being a manager. I got enough going on at home. <laughs> You're already managing right? team. Yeah. So an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. of this like interview goes by. Team. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I love being able to leave work at, at work and go home. And because I got work to do at home with the kids, getting to meetings, mm -hmm. get my wife to meetings. But I interviewed for this job, an hour and a half of scenarios, what a manager would do. And at, towards the end, I was like, look, I'd rather just be on the analytical side and be a leader of analysts. Okay. And that's what I would prefer to do. And that's the job I'm kind of looking for. And they were like, well, we really appreciate your honesty. But because of my history, because of what I've done, because of the principles that I've learned, the next morning I get a call like, hey, <laughs> listen, we, of all the they applicants, yeah, they want you. we would really love for you to come to work for us. <laughs> and one of the things we say about managers, the best managers, are the ones who don't want to be managers. Yeah, you didn't know that? Of course I know <laughs> yeah. it. I, like, I'm really good at helping out my fellow alcoholic. Mm -hmm. I'm really yeah. good at helping out my kids. I'm really good at helping out my wife. I'm really good at being, you know, helping with other 
I'm so still so bad at running my own life. That's why I have a sponsor. <laughs> yep. That's why I'm hanging out with you guys tonight. Yep. But I mean that that that's what happens. It translates to the home, and I and I do the best I can, um, because I don't want to live like I don't think I'm instantly going to drink and leave right if I have a couple of tough days and I don't practice yeah, those principles. Yeah, it won't my look house. like that. No, strategically, I might start gambling a little bit on the yeah. side. Right, I might start. Um, yep not showing as much attention to things like my kids. I'm, and I might start becoming envious of, you know, my coworker Mm -hmm. and I might try to stab him in the back cutthroat, you know, DMV it's cutthroat around here. Mm -hmm. Right. And I might take some shady actions. Yeah. Right. Shortcuts. Never looks like drinking. It never does. And, uh, until it does, until it does, until it does. Yeah. Cause then it becomes an option because then I I don't want to be found out by my wife or my, my employer or my kids, I don't want them to think I'm a fraud. I can't. How do I tell them that I lost Christmas money yeah. gambling down at, you know, <laughs> yeah. MGM, yeah. right, or or live, right? And then you're stuck in that spot. It's Christmas Eve. You don't got the, you know. And you're speaking from experience. It's time to go drink. Yeah, <laughs> I have had a gambling stint here and there. I mean, from know. time to time, I have ended up in the backseat of. Uh, the Magnum, remember those 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 <laughs> station wagons that came out that that uh, yep. they were like they they were they had like a Hemi in them, yeah. right? Yeah, Hemi yeah. with the Hemi station wagons, and uh, I was in the backseat of one of those with some PG County folks yeah. that were wondering where their money was. <laughs> yeah, at eight yeah. years mm. into my sobriety, mm. so I was just trying to get the mortgage. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Trying to get the mortgage. Oh, the bookies. I could tell you the game that it was, too, that really. Oh, oh. I could <laughs> tell you the game. Oh, For another podcast. Another podcast. It's, it's a different, <laughs> but that's yeah. a different fellowship, man. So, yeah, it's so principles, right? Yeah. Outside of the out, a, 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 they're important. Yeah. Well, you know, for, for me, you know, you had kids and then I had kids, and it's like, I know, man, I have called you in a pinch, man. And I, you know, I went to some some rough times early on with 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 our first kid and you know my wife and man dude you saved my ass man so thank god one of us was living by principle well <laughs> and that's how it is in a we're not all sick at the same time yeah. you know what I sometimes mean? we're leaners right yeah right. sometimes yeah. we help folks out yeah yeah well let's uh that was great let's move on to our newcomer tip of the week those of you who don't know, every week we have a tip that we like to give uh, to newcomers. If you're new and you're listening or you're watching, welcome. And we know, or at least I know, that when I was new, there were some pretty simple questions that I was maybe just afraid to ask because I thought that you'd think I was stupid or that I should already know the answer to this. And a lot of these will pull from, uh, from pamphlets and specific newcomer pamphlets, and this is one of those questions. How do I join AA and what is the cost? And here's the answer. You're a member of AA when you say you are. And there are no dues or fees for AA membership. Except for your soul. That is correct. <laughs> Easy, Gabe. <laughs> let, soul. Let, let, let him get here first. Dark. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're in LA and you'll get a sober coach and then you have That's, to pay them. You you could. There is that. That is, a, that is one path that some people take. Which, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm not going to go down. That road. I, I have road. zero experience with it. Road. I have no. zero experience with it, but I've heard of that. We shouldn't be paid. No, for 12 but, step but here's, here's, here's the thing. AA, there are no dues or fees. 
So if anybody sweet. tells you there are, if, if right. you have a, somebody says, I'm going to be your sober coach, it's X amount per month, or you can save if you buy one year membership, <laughs> that is not AA. What, what, but what if you're a sober coach and you have like tiers? Like what if you can only afford the bronze? I mean, what kind of... Maybe you, just, you, maybe you only get like a cap on through calls? like the first three steps. Maybe what a sham. What a shame. Maybe you only get up to the third step. You know, you got to make that next oh deposit if you want to read me your fifth step. I don't oh know. Oh my God. But so, so, so what, you know, did you, did either of you have experience coming to AA and kind of just being like, how do I join? What, what makes me a member? I was kind of, I have a feeling we're very similar. I was just in another world, man. Like I just showed up kind of like I really thought about it too much. I didn't think about it too much, but there are people who are smarter than us, I think, and more on the ball. We know people, specifically a guy who we should get on the on the podcast, a guy named Eric, who talks about getting to his first meeting and pulling out, bringing his checkbook and being like, how much do I have to pay right here? Oh, for, yeah. You know, yeah. can I pay for a year's worth of dues <laughs> right now? You know, so, but did either of you have that experience? By his sobriety. Yeah, like that. but but just like you know, thinking that there's a cost to be here, or I, how do you become a member? Yeah, I was really I was really confused by the whole sponsor thing, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Everybody kept asking me if I had a sponsor. I must have been asked if I had a sponsor by forty different people yeah. within the first half of the meeting of that mm -hmm. first midtown that I went to because there was before the meeting and then there was halftime, mm -hmm. and and. Uh, I didn't know what the heck a sponsor was, and I didn't know if I was going to, you know, they're passing the baskets. I, you know, I don't know. I went to church as, as a kid, and, and you know, I don't want to say you were frowned upon if you didn't put money in the basket, yeah. but it was kind of like you definitely felt that people were watching yeah. and you needed to put money in the basket. Yeah. Um, but no, to be honest, I, I was more distrustful of that than I was in AA. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, man, there's a lot of money in that basket. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> And AA, nobody's <laughs> even really watching it too, you know, and it's like, it just is what it is. But, but in AA, yeah. we say very clearly at the beginning, there are new dues or fees, you know? I think I was just in general distrustful of everyone that was trying to help me. It's a different thing. It's yeah. not normal. It's because the world we grew up in, everybody's got an angle. Everyone's yeah. got an angle. Everybody's got an angle, especially doing what you were doing and, and like, and even worse, I was that way. Of course. Yeah. I didn't have any relationship in my life that didn't benefit me in some way. And if you, if I couldn't get something from you or you didn't provide some sort of like value yeah. for me to ladder climb socially or whatever the case may be, you were useless. You weren't me. worth my time. Yeah, yeah. I would discard you right. in a second. And so anyone that was like around me, like it, it just was like, it just felt like, well, what, I, what are you guys really doing, man? I remember trying to buy my sponsor dinner one time when he came to pick me up and he was like, put your money away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Put your money away. You'll, you'll return the favor one day. And I yeah. didn't know how true that statement was. Mm -hmm. It's very true. I've been paying it back mm -hmm. ever yeah. since. Gladly though. Happily yeah. Yeah. with yeah. a smile on my face. I can't pay it back fast enough. There's nothing like seeing somebody get this. Yeah. There's nothing like seeing somebody get this. Yeah. Gabe, what about you, man? What was your, when you came into AA, did you have the... Uh, were you worried about the cost? Did you wonder about being a member? <laughs> no, I didn't. I knew. I mean, no, I I didn't think about it at all. I I, I knew that rehab was very. I was more concerned about the you know, cost, cost of, rehab. of rehab. Yeah, yeah. Gabe, my parents had just sent me to. Gabe but. strikes me as someone who went to a high end rehab. Malibu. Malibu. Not Malibu. That'd be nice, though. That'd have been nice, dude. I went to I went to Pennsylvania during COVID. So there you go. 
Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Apparently, John, the, John the went to a high-end rehab. It's called Avery Road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not high-end. <laughs> Montgomery County's fine. $5 a day, and they don't even make you pay it. <laughs> I remember Hoover and PRC. PRC. Hey. Chris went to I, expensive rehab. It was called Jazz. It was called Jazz. Jail Addiction, Jail Addiction Services. Services. <laughs> Some people talk about rehabs. I'm like, God, I wish I didn't get arrested so quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would have liked to have gone. It sounds fun. It sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds nice. Gabe, what was what, what were you guys? What were you doing in your rehab? Did you do yoga? No. That, apparently, like you know, during normal times, like you would go out do bowling and stuff like that. But we couldn't do anything, dude. We were stuck in that. Okay. Lounge with thirty people. That's kind of, it that, was kind of tough. But it does suck if you're in oh, but treatment there was, during COVID. That must have been yeah. terrible. There was cornhole though, so I can't really complain. Okay. There was some cornhole. Are you any good? No. I was too busy being sad. Mm. Of course you were, sad boy. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of rehabs and and people <laughs> who go to rehabs, I'm sure some of these people probably went to really nice rehabs. <laughs> Let's get into. Our sketch of the oh, week. Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> we have a. It's we're Hollywood, bringing one baby. back here. Speaking and if, of you're, LA. if you're on the Zoom, I hope there's some people on the Zoom. Play along, man. Type, co- comment in your answers if you want. Try not to pop those up on the screen there. You guys don't look at the screen because this is a game. We are going to play sober or not celebrities in and out of recovery. So if you remember, we played this a little while ago. What's going to happen here is I'm going to name a celebrity and Gabe, Chris, Andrew. It's another game John came up with. Yeah. That doesn't, we're not a phone a friend play. in the audience. No phone a friend. No phone a friend. But if you're That's online, you can play along with us and keep tally to see how yeah. good you are at this game. And at the end, the winner is going to get a keep it super simple lip balm that you can keep your lips super simple and Moist, right on time. Yeah. I don't Keep know. That sunburn. Don't ever say moist on the, <laughs> on the podcast again. Not dry. I don't know what, this, what else to say. So, saturated, saturated, bombed up. All right. So number one, Eva Mendez, and we're gonna at the end. I'm gonna tell you if they were sober or not. So we're gonna go through all of them right now. Eva Mendez, sober or not? Dude, I mean, this is you like gotta total write it. Down. You gotta flip. write it down. Either a, come on, pick one. Okay, don't okay, everybody. All right, we're getting some we're getting some people commenting in here. You guys don't look up there. I can look up there. Gabe, stop cheating. Gabe, by the way, just to put it out there, Gabe saw the list before the the, the event and I, tonight and I said, do not Google. Who is she this. married to? Who's she married to? She's married to what's his name? Uh Ryan Is it Ryan? Secret. Gosling? Ryan Gosling, yes. Is it Ryan Gosling? Wow. That is either way. Okay. That is a powerful couple. Number two. Number two, let's keep it going. Who do we got? Ooh, that is not Kiefer Sutherland. Oh my God. I'm not Chris, looking because I'm not allowed to look. Did you mess this up? <laughs> I guess I did. I don't know. All right, I, well, it, it was here's, quick. This tells you two things. Okay. One of our other people is Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. so I just But we all that. know who this is. But if you don't know this who this is, is, Will Smith. Yeah. And if you remember last time, we had his wife. Keep her name out of your mouth, Jada yeah. Pinkett Smith, all, as and one we of our celebrities. Which you I said not was so Yeah, that was ridiculous, man. But she tried. I remember okay. that. Why? I feel like James was on. She's not. I feel like maybe James. I don't remember James who the guest on, was. But bro, we did that. If you drink wine, 
you're not sober. Right. She only drinks <sighs> wine and gets a little high. Was like okay. the, whatever. That's all right. So, cool, man. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna <laughs> fix really this up. Sober. Jada Pinkett was not is not sober. Right. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Next Retroactive. Up. Okay. We, we got it. So right. next up, we got Kiefer Sutherland. If you know, you would know him from shows like. 24. <laughs> Lost and Boys from the 80s. Lost, Lost boys. boys. You know what another great show he's in if you haven't watched this? Designated Survivor. It is great. It kills it's me that it's only show. three seasons. Yeah, but so. it doesn't matter. It's, it is it's really good. It's fire. All right, great. Number four. Number four. It's not... Kiefer okay. Sutherland all right, all right, again. Chris, man. Let's go. Let me see put this out there. Chris does all of the, the slides. He botched it tonight. I botched one, it. Right. It's my fault. So I'm sorry. That is good Keith, content. For those of you who don't know, that is I also Keith have two kids Richards. at home. I'm trying to do this yeah. while making dinner for them. Right. Keith Richards, everybody. Guitar player for the Rolling Stones, I believe. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Good job. All right. Let's go to number five. Sober or not, Keith Richards, everybody. Okay, here we go. We got another one right. Drew Barrymore. All right. I've literally said yes to every one of these. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> see if sure. you're... I said no to more. And yes means sober. Yeah. Okay. Yes is sober. Yeah. Okay. So you guys... Everybody locked in? Locked in. Locked. All right. We're going to go back to number one, and I'm going to start with Drew. Drew is Eva Mendez sober. Eva Mendez is not sober. Chris is Eva Mendez sober. I said yes. I don't know. Point flip. Gabe. I said yes, man. She's too she keeps it too tight. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? If you she said, looks great, man. If you said she looks I great. can see I understand what you mean. She she might be uh, not looking as good if she she's wasn't. No Maybe she's just not but, alcoholic. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll do Salma Hike on another episode. If you said yes, you would be correct. Eva Mendes has been sober since 2008. In 2008, she entered Circus, Circus Lodge, a drug and alcohol detox in Utah for rehab due to her alcohol abuse. When asked, what is it about actors and substance abuse? She replied, I don't know. I'm not a spokesperson for any kind of substance abuse organization. I'm proud of people who have determination and fearlessness to actually go and face their demons and get better. Eva Mendez doesn't believe it's wise to make jokes about celebrities and addiction, saying, I'm not making jokes because people die from this stuff. So honestly, I think it's a bit tacky that you made a joke. So oh, she has are we she's making been jokes serious. About it no, right we're now? not. She oh. she said that this person was joking about celebrities. And, and she clapped back. She clapped My favorite role is when she plays Gator's wife in oh, The Good yeah. Guys. The other guys. No, no, the, the other, other guys. guys. That's a yeah, great yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Will Ferrell's Will wife. She's so good. <laughs> I will say this. She did say, um, this was in a reply to an interviewer commenting that AA's name should be changed to Alcoholics Unanimous. I agree. Not funny. Alcoholism and addiction to substances are serious and dangerous. Eva was upset at the highly visible actress who had a long Hollywood career bragged. I'm proud that I've had a whole career without making it to rehab. So Eva's not messing around. Yeah, she's not messing around, dude. Go All right. Eva. So she's sober. Number two, Will Smith. Sober, not sober. Chris, what'd you say? I said yeah. You said yeah? I said no. You said no, Drew? I, I said no, but I feel like maybe her and, and Will got, got sober as a result of doing Hitch together. I'm going to stick with no, but... Okay, well, here we go. The no. answer, if you had said not sober, you would be correct. Clearly, Smith, slapped the shit out of What's the thing? <laughs> Smith, well, here we go. Smith avoided alcohol on his journey to becoming a leading Hollywood actor. I didn't drink for over a decade for as to be disciplined during my rise as a movie star. But once he found the fame, Boom. he found a drink. Found a bottle. He's drinking that bottle. night. I don't I know. Heard, Jada, I heard Jada slap her around the world. It's all Jada's fault. I heard Jada introduced psychedelics to the whole family. Really? I saw online, yeah. I mean, look, 
I don't know if he's, it's, I'm not sure he has a problem, but I know he's not sober. So let's go Which to Kiefer. Let's go to Kiefer. Kiefer Sutherland. Gabe, what did you say? Sober, not sober for Kiefer? I said no. No. Drew? I said yes. Yes to Kiefer. Chris, we know you said yes, yes to everybody. I said yes to everybody. If you would have said yes. But I think I knew this about him. If you said yes, you'd be wrong. Kiefer what? Sutherland Look is at his not skin. Look at his so skin. Was he, was he, he says, I was never the guy. If This is actually funny. This is my favorite. I was never the guy. If something was wrong in my life or something wasn't right, I didn't go drown my sorrows. One of the things I love to do is go out with my friends and tell stories and have a bunch of drinks. That's true. Having said that, I can also look back on my life and tell you very squarely that the only bad things that have ever happened to me in my life have been because I like to go to bars and have drinks with my friends. I would be lying if I told you that there weren't moments where I felt I let it get away from me. So it's kind of been push and pull. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he needs to be sober. Maybe Who knows? He needs it. Who knows? Kiefer, we're here if you need it. We're here, buddy. We're here. There's a, we'll save a seat. All right, let's go to, this is a good one. Let's go to Keith Richards, who is a known, you know, he was one of those guys for us, I think us older people that you would use it. You would use Keith Richards as like an example, you know, like he's still alive and kicking. Rolling Stones, right? Yes. Known to be a big drug guy. Drew, sober or not sober? I I don't think he's sober. I think the only thing that's keeping him together is the the (laughs) drugs and alcohol and formaldehyde. I said yes. I mean, he looks like he should be. I put no. I think he's still probably smoking pot or something. If you would have said no, you would be correct. Keith Richards has been off heavy drinking for almost a year now and admits it's now a different experience when he performs live. It's been about a year now. I pulled the plug on it. I got fed up with it. I don't notice any difference really, except for I don't drink. I've done it. I didn't want that anymore. Here we go. Oh, so he's here. We go. Hold on. Oh, but but in truth, Keith Richards' fashion, he admits he'll still have a glass of wine or a beer now or then. Oh, yeah, there we go. He's Jada Pinkett sober. He's Jada sober. He's Jada sober. That's what. Last time I (laughs) I told you guys. Last time I said that, and I was like, he's she's sober, but apparently that makes her not sober, and him not sober. You know that. You know that, Josh. All right, number five. I think Gabe is just. You got everyone right, Gabe. Yeah, so far. Right. Well, you're going to be I'm, winning I'm this lip losing this, this, I mean, this. Gabe looked at this. I'm losing Gabe this game this just like every Yeah, other dude, game. I was switching the cameras. You For know, you, I'll tell you this. The answer's on, on the screen. He would have had to Google. Yeah. So what Drew Barrymore. He's got his phone back there. Who knows what Chris, he's doing back Chris, sober there. or not? Drew I mean, Barrymore. I put yes. You put course. yes, yeah. Gabe. I'm making the show go, Chris. I put yes. Drew. Uh, yes, I have yes. If you would have said no, you would be incorrect. She is sober there we go. since 2019. I keep thinking I'll master this. I'll figure yeah. it out. The actress told the outlet about a relationship with alcohol. And finally, I just realized you've never mastered this and you never will. One of the bravest things you can do is slay those dragons and finally change an awful cycle in which you found yourself stuck. For me, it was to stop drinking. Did any Ooh. of the audience get them all right? Did we have anyone there? We've got, got a lot of comments there. Yeah, Thank you comments. for uh, chiming in here. We've got some some other guys' comments. Gator, I like that. Gator, don't play. Nope. No we got key. a no, then a yes. Yep. Yes, so, no. I don't know. Either way, we appreciate it. If Gator you did well, no if you're on Zoom, you did well. don't play no games. <laughs> send, us a, send us an email later at, at TMATM Live and let us know how you did. At Gmail. If you got them, if you got them all right, yeah, we'll we send have you a little prize for you. We'll send you a lip balm. But today, the winner of the lip balm, the Keep It Super Simple Lip Balm, is Gabe. Yeah. Gabe, good work, Let's Gabe. Go. Congratulations. Five for five, dude. I can't believe it. Gator needs his gad. The first time. Dude, dude, now I know how you felt this weekend. Now I know how you felt this weekend winning the golf tournament. 
Dude, I feel right like <laughs> that right now, dude. Did they win it, hey, though? Hey, did feel they that win good, it? There's a trophy down there. Get my there. trophy. Yeah. Hey, your trophy? Real quick. There's Real quick. A, I mean, there's a trophy. Finish. Just wanna, there was a lot of uh, I promised the guys I would speculation around this window. I promised the guys I'd bring it here. Chris, grab that. I, I trust John. You grab it. I trust right, John. Let's play the music. On, let's go in the outro here. Yeah, Drew, it. thank you for joining us tonight. Loved it, guys. It was awesome. You thank did you a great job, great man. Job. We love and thanks to our guests you. live and, uh, and who are listening to the podcast. This is this is the trophy from the recovery golf tournament that my myself and some other members of AA won. For, where's my trophy? This weekend, for the, the Phoenix for the Phoenix Recovery Academy. It's a yeah, it's a it's a, it's a high school for kids who have addiction, great and alcohol problems, and some of them are friends of ours today. Yeah. Been sober, so. We'll be back next week with Thanks. another great episode and another great guest. Kelly V is going to be on with us. Another solid member. So, thank Ciao. you. Ciao.